The following is an exclusive presentation of Pirate Radio, the voice of the Pirate Nation. Do your job, you will dominate this team. You got me? Go have some fun and put on a show. You got me? It's Friday night, and it's time for the High School Huddle, featuring Morgan Ehlers, a preview of high school football action from across eastern North Carolina. Now, from the Pirate Radio Studios in Uptown Greenville, here's Morgan Ehlers. Good evening and welcome inside the High School Huddle here on a Friday night. I'm Morgan Ehlers. Got a big schedule of games coming up for you, including, uh, but not limited to, South Central Currituck County. J.H. Rose is at Hoggard. Uh, D.H. Conley taking on a very strong Northern Nash team. We've also got Aiden Grifton in Pamlico County. North Pitt at Edenton Homes. And Washington is at Kinston. We'll also be talking with Ron Cook, the head coach of the Farmville Central Jaguars, here in just a few moments. I'm Morgan Ehlers. We're listening to the High School Huddle. It's brought to you tonight by Tiebreakers Sports Bar and Grill, Green Velado World, Angus Grill, Champions Health and Fitness, Seared Chop House, and Nash Hot Chicken. We'll be back right after this as we kick off the first quarter on the High School Huddle. You're listening to the High School Huddle. Now, back to the show. Welcome back inside the High School Huddle here on a Friday night. High School Football Week number four. And the first quarter of tonight's show is being sponsored by Greenville Auto World. Have you heard that Greenville Auto World is under new ownership and is now part of the DriveHereNow.com network? Tommy Cook and the Cook Management Team, of, uh, the new owners of Greenville Auto World and DriveHereNow.com is run by local people who buy, service, detail, and sell everything directly to you. Greenville Auto World is now the fifth dealership to join that driveherenow.com network. Go online, driveherenow.com, see the complete inventory. Five dealerships, sales, service, you name it, they've got it. Driveherenow.com, Green Velada World, under new ownership and part of the driveherenow.com network. Driveherenow.com, serving Greenville and Eastern North Carolina for 47 years and proud supporters of the Pirates. Our first matchup that we're going to be looking at is Farmville Central at Roanoke Rapids. Now, I will give you some behind-the-scenes look at how this show is put together. We're actually recording this show due to some scheduling conflicts on thursday morning so we're going to be talking with ron cook is that their game is actually going to be played thursday night they're taking on an 0-3 roanoke rapids team that fell to uh, pine lake prep last week 46 to 6 farmville central is uh 3-0 on the season and uh coach ron cook joins us now coach first of all 3-0 congratulations uh but what an offensive juggernaut you've had for the first three games 57 points 74 points and 61 you got to be really pleased at the way uh, your Jags played last week against Pamlico County. Uh, absolutely, um, offensively, we just really hitting all <clears throat> hitting on all cylinders, and um, that's just due to the leadership and the just the confidence Landon Barnes has had, and, and the growth he's had over the past two years. Since, you know, since I've had him as a sophomore, my first year here, he's doing a really good job of running that, uh, you know, running that ship there, and um, just controlling the offense, the tempo, and getting really what we want out of it as far as the uh, not just the athletic speed, but just the speed uh, uh, pace of the game also. Last week, you played uh, Pamlico County, jumped out 22 nothing. It was 48-6 to at the half, and that was a homecoming for you. You used to be the head coach of, of Pamlico County, but boy, you talk about uh, the different players and the dynamic you have on offense, but last week we talked that you really wanted your defense to step up after giving up 36 to North Lenore, and they really did that against the Hurricane. Yes, sir, yeah, uh, did a much better job being a little bit more physical, being more uh, 
taking care of our gaps, being more responsible in our gap uh, integrity and responsibility. Uh, except for two plays, we gave up a big pass and gave up a long run, which led to the uh, touchdown. But overall, we just got to continue to improve on both sides. Still, we're not perfect on offense. We have too many penalties on offense uh, that actually called back about three or four touchdowns. So we still got a lot of things to clean up and uh, uh, good things to focus on. Talking with Coach Ron Cook. And, Coach, again, we're recording this show on Thursday morning. Give us the quick scouting report of Roanoke Rapids. Oh, they got a good uh, athletic quarterback. Um, they, they will try to run the ball, the quarterback, uh, run a lot of power game. Defensively, they, they like to stack the box and uh, try to get out to you up front. So uh, we just got to be sound again in what we do. Um, on offense and, and defensively make sure that, again, we're taking care of our gaps and responsibilities and just being more physical than them up, them up front. Talk about uh, what this last non-conference game means to you and your team getting ready for conference play next week. Well, it's huge. It's uh, one of our goals that we've already met, uh, and I've told the team, like, uh, well, one of our objectives and our goals this year is to have a winning non-conference record. We've, and I told them we've already achieved that, uh, but we cannot be satisfied with that. Why not you know, go at this point? Might as well go undefeated in non-conference, and uh, you know we we always talk about and I tell them about not being average and not accepting mediocrity in anything we do. Uh, so we've achieved that goal. There's no reason to go. You know, we have a chance to go above and beyond it, and that's what we're looking forward to doing tonight. That's the Farmville Central head coach Rod Cook joining us here inside the huddle. Now let's go behind the glass. Our producer Shirley Rhodes has an update on that Farmville Central Roanoke Rapids game from last night. Thank you, Morgan. And as you mentioned, Farmville Central going into last night's game was three and zero, and they were facing a winless Roanoke Rapids team. And that winless streak will continue as Farmville Central only needed one half to really put up some serious numbers. They scored on all facets of the game special teams defense and offense in route to a 50 to nothing win over Roanoke Rapids the game was called at halftime due to lightning in the area Landon Barnes Farmville Central's quarterback scored three touchdowns the Jaguar defense scored a touchdown on a pick six and Caleb Kelly scored on a 55 yard kick return for a touchdown for the Jags Ron Cook's ball club clicking on all cylinders heading into week five of the season now back to you morgan thank you shirley for that update of farmville central at roanoke rapids and now let's go talk to the head coach of the aiden grifton chargers coach paul cornwell joins us now and coach heartbreaker last week your team fell 26 to 20 first loss on the season to kinston but what a game it was for you and your team yeah i think we uh we probably played our best game against uh maybe the best team we played at this point i think kinston has a lot of talent and uh I thought our guys came out. We played hard. Um, you know, it's still a work in progress. We're still having to learn how to how to win again. And uh, so I really was pleased with how hard we played. Um, we're definitely headed in the right direction. And, uh, you know, but props to, Quint- to Kinston and uh, Coach Gieselman. They got a really good football team. That game was really a back-and-forth game, 2020 going into the fourth quarter. You take the lead. They'd come ahead. You take the lead again, tie the game up. Uh, really just a, a fun football game. I know it wasn't the the outcome you wanted, but from a high school football standpoint, you got to be uh, very encouraged because the last couple years, those guys might not have been able to, to overcome those odds and even get into back into that game. Well, I think you know, our goal was to get to the fourth quarter with a chance to win. And, and uh, you know, Kenson made more plays than we did in the fourth quarter, and, that, and that's the 
that's that next step we've got to learn to when we get to that point to learn how to close games out and they made the plays and we didn't so uh you know that's just just part of next the next step in our in our process so we're hoping to be able to you know make those improvements as we keep moving through the season you're going to be hosting Pamlico County tonight. Pamlico County fell to Farmville Central last week, 61-6. to The Hurricane is 0-3 on this young season. Give the scattering report for Pamlico County, what your team has to do to get back on the winning side of things. Well, you know, like we've said before, it's just, you know, it's really about how we prepare. And, and you know, Pamlico's got – they're very athletic. Uh, Coach Griffin's doing a good job. He's gotten his numbers up. But they've got a – JV team for the first time since I've I've been playing them forever, and this is the first time I believe they've ever had a JV team that I can remember. So uh, that that's a big big move for their program and for our guys. You know, we just have to continue to progress on the path we've been on, and and just try to keep taking those next steps uh, moving forward. And uh, and it's another opportunity at home to play in front of our front our home crowd. So we had a great crowd against Kinston. We hope we'll have another one this week. And we'll see what happens. That's got to make you feel good as somebody that, that is from Aiden Grifton, coached there for a long time, to see that excitement be uh, uh, brought back into the, the stadium at Aiden Grifton High School. Yeah, I mean, the community's been very excited ever since uh, we got the opportunity to come back. And, and you know, and then the first game didn't disappoint. I think our athletic director says one of the biggest gates we've had and four or five years so um, people really came out support they were loud uh, our student section was awesome you know the cheerleaders everything the band it, so the, the whole environment was great and so uh, it's very exciting for everybody now we just got to keep uh, putting together some wins and and um, hope we're playing for something uh, when we get down the stretch of the season well coach good luck against Pamlico County we'll talk with you next week here inside the huddle great thank you Aiden Grifton head coach Paul Cornwell joining us here inside the huddle. First quarter wrapping up, brought to you by Greenville Auto World, Tiebreakers, Angus Grill, Champions Health and Fitness, Seared Chop House, and Nash Hot Chicken. Coming up the second quarter, North Pitt is at Edenton Homes, Washington is at Kinston. We'll preview those games and much more coming up next, right here on the Friday Night High School Huddle. You're listening to the High School Huddle. Now, back to the show. Welcome back inside the High School Huddle. I'm Morgan Ehlers. Second quarter of tonight's show being brought to you by Seared Chop House and Nash Hot Chicken. Seared Chop House, located in 1909 East Fire Tower Road in Greenville. SeareDChopHouse.com. Call them 756-8199. Delicious prime choice cuts of USDA meats. Delicious sustainable seafood and decadent desserts. They've got a great selection of craft cocktails premium wines premium bourbon selections it's a great place the ultimate date night experience seared chop house also open for brunch on saturdays from 10 to 1 and sundays from 10 to 3 again seared chop house one of the great sponsors here inside the huddle visit them online you can book a table at seared our first game here in the second quarter we're taking a look at is going to be North Pitt at Edenton Homes. North Pitt coming off a big 22-16 victory over South Central last week. And uh, joining me now is the head coach of the North Pitt Panthers, 
Coach C.J. Wilson. And Coach, first of all, congratulations. Big win last week against uh, a very good South Central team. And you've got to be excited about where your Panthers are right now. Yes, sir. Thanks for having me on. It was a exciting win and very uh, uh, team team uh, built win. We all we we fought as a team and against a two and zero South Century that time a team. So it was we feeling good about ourselves, but you know we got a long way to go. Well, uh, let's talk about that game last week. It was uh, back and forth early on. You guys take a lead. South Central comes back and makes it uh, very close on the field at the end of the ball game. Talk about where your team is now. You're coming into uh, a game that you're playing two two and O teams. You've got uh, Edenton Holmes, traditionally a very strong football team, and uh, talk about uh, this matchup and and how coming out of last week you you have to change the focus on Edenton Holmes. You know, uh, getting the win versus a, a crosstown rivalry is a, a great win, but now that's over. With. We we didn't talk about it none this week. We just told them a good job, but on to Edenton Holmes because they're a great team, also two and O. They uh, traditional a great football team there, and they, you know very well coached, disciplined, and we know it's going to be a hard fight. And it's it's, it's been kind of uh, hard, difficult this week not being able to practice on a daily basis because of the weather. Been too hot outside. We you know we got kicked off the field yesterday because it's too hot. So we are but against adversities versus uh, South Central, and now versus uh, Edison. But we're ready for that challenge. Let's talk about Edenton Holmes. You know, this is a, a team that uh, has had a lot of success over the years. And a few years back, uh, Paul Hoggard came from, I, I want to say it was uh, down at Scotland County, down that way, Richmond County, took over uh, the head coaching job at Edenton Holmes. And uh, last year, Perry Owens was the head coach at Washington. He's now down there, uh, I believe, running the offense. Talk about the scattering report for Edenton Holmes tonight. Uh, they're very good at what they do. They believe in their system. No matter what, they're going to stick with it. They will not deviate from what they are told to do, and they are very, very uh, well coached. Uh, they they love to keep the ball on the ground. Uh, they're not really a heavy passing team, but they're a heavy run team, and they believe in what their, their, their uh, uh, scheme, and they're just going to stick with it. And they've been having a great success with it because when, when guys do not follow direction on defense, they get them hit them for a big plays, and they and – they, you see it on film over and over. Guys have been out of place. And so we're just trying to make sure we just, uh, you know, do our uh, coaching. What I'm coaching them to do is save their job, and we should uh, have a good day. Battle of two former East Carolina greats, Paul Hoggard, uh, late 80s, was playing for East Carolina. Of course, you played in the late 90s. So Battle of the Pirates up in Edenton tonight. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. That is the head coach of the North Pitt Panthers, C.J. Wilson, joining us now. Let's go down to Beaufort County. Talk with the head coach of the Washington Pan Pack, Coach Matt Taylor. He joins us now here inside the huddle. Coach, you had an off week last week. Uh, how did you and your team and your staff uh, spend that off week before you get ready for a game prep against Kinston tonight? Well, you know, we had two really tough opponents the first two weeks, and uh, they exposed a lot of things, and it made us aware of things that we needed to work at and things we need to get better on. So, you know, we spent the majority of the week when we were able to uh, focusing on ourselves and focusing on our brand of football, and it was a good off week for us, and we're ready to get back into the, the flow of things this week. You're going to be taking on a Kinston team that had a up-and-down seesaw game against Aiden Grifton last week with uh, Kinston, the Kinston Vikings. Talk about the scouting report. I know Coach Gieselman does a good job over in Kinston, has really brought that program back to uh, prominence. 
over the last few years, and they've got some really dynamic playmakers on offense. They do, absolutely. You know, and that's the benefit of having off week. We were able to go and kind of watch them in person and then, you know, evaluate the film. And, look, they got a really good football team, and they're playing a bunch of teams in our conference, which has been fun to watch. But um, they got they got loads of talent. I mean, the Copper Kid at number two is really good, but number three and number four are just as special at wide out. And, look, when you put no matter who's out there, you got to worry about it. They're a talented group across the board. The quarterback and the running back had an excellent game next week. They got athletes on defense. It appears that they have 22 starters, which, you know, is a big plus in 2A football. And, you know, Coach Kieselman and their defensive coordinator, Bud Vinson, do a great job. And uh, we're just looking forward to the challenge. Bud Vinson uh, went to high school with his father, Roger, a long time uh, guy around high school football around here. And Bud's done such a good job. And uh, Coach, we know that you guys are, are getting better each and every day. And uh, you know it like I know it. you gotta you got to build a solid foundation before you can get to that uh, skyscraper at the top of the penthouse. And you guys are doing it the right way down in Washington. Well, I appreciate that. And, you know, it's been a lot of fun. And the kids are starting to buy in. And you know the community's behind us 100 percent. so it's been a fun process and it's been a grind and putting out fires left and right but we're getting after it every day and we're looking forward to it all right buddy matt taylor joining us here inside the huddle coach good luck against the vikings thank you so much and go pan pack matt taylor with the washington pan pack joining us here inside the huddle second quarter in the books and it's brought to you by our friends at nash hot chicken and seared chop house nash hot chicken uh, located at 114 East 5th Street in Uptown Greenville, hot chicken, cold beer, and live music seven days a week. Catering, they've got it all. They've got mouth-watering Nashville hot chicken, homemade sides like mac and cheese, baked beans, hand-cut fries, among many others. You can call them right now and place it to go order if you like at 999-5444 or go online to see their menu and more at eatatnash.com. Nash hot chicken, hot chicken, cold beer, live music, 114 east fifth street in downtown greenville once again go to eat at nash.com also like to thank tiebreakers greenville auto world angus grill and champions health and fitness for sponsoring the show here tonight coming up in the third quarter we're going to be looking at south central also going to be looking at jh rose and talking with brian north from wcti tv 12 getting you set for another exciting evening of high school football right here inside the huddle You're listening to the High School Huddle. Now, back to the show. Welcome back inside the third quarter of tonight's High School Huddle. I'm Morgan Ayler's third quarter of the show being brought to you by Champions Health and Fitness. 4190 Bayswater Drive, right behind the Fire Tower off Fire Tower Road. That's the easiest way I can tell people how to go there. Champions Health and Fitness. Championsofgreenville.com is their website. You can check it out. Got all the great information on what Champions does, like boot camp, cycle, muscle pump, steps, and sculpt, yoga, yoga flow. They've got personal trainers. They do a tremendous uh, job of getting you back in shape. If you haven't exercised in a while, that's what their trainers do. They do a great job with it. Greg Lassner and his staff for over 39 years in business. Champions Health and Fitness, open 24 hours a day, a very clean and family-friendly environment. Once again, check them out at championsofgreenville.com. You can also... Uh, give them a call as well and they will take care of you that again is championsofgreenville.com champions health and fitness 
Our first guest here in the third quarter tonight is WCTI TV 12's host of The Blitz, longtime sports guy, longtime news guy. Um, last four or five years, dad guy, Brian North joins us now. And uh, Brian, uh, we guys, it seems like just yesterday we were talking about the preseason of high school football and what it's going to be. Now we're already in week four, almost halfway through the season. And uh, a lot of teams doing battle tonight. Got some really good games and uh, so far, uh, one of the more surprising things that I've seen, and they're not an 0-3 team, I believe, but Wallace Rose Hill. Yeah. You know, when is the last time they've started out with the win-loss record like they've got? Yeah, I'd have to go back and look, and that, that question was brought up, and it, it's, it's rare. I, I, I do think it's happened because they schedule every year these brutal non-conference uh, games, and this has been this has been a wild one now. Clinton, which. Uh, Kevin Motzinger, the head coach of Wallace Rose Hill, infamously called the 910 All Stars earlier this summer, and that fired some people up in Clinton. And then, of course, Havelock we know is really good. And so, for for Wallace, it's just been a brutal schedule. And so now they play Pender this week, and I think a lot of people think this is when they'll get their season jump started. But are they too beat up at this point? And there's still some questions. But they got one of the best running backs around, and this kid Corbin Kerr, a Southwest Onslow transfer. They're going to be fine. I mean, James Keenan in their conference, East Duplin's in their conference, but the rest of the conference uh, are teams that are beatable. They will be fine. It's just weird to see this, but they, yes, the best 0-3 team in the state by far. Let's talk about some other games that you'll be covering tonight on the Blitz. Uh, We've talked about uh, some of the matchups that we've got. One of the big ones uh, going on in North Pitt at Edenton Homes. Both teams are 2-0. and uh, One of the other games that I like tonight is J.H. Rose at Hoggard. Rose is 1-2. and two. Hoggard is 1-1. One and one. They lost to Cleveland, a uh, very strong Cleveland team, 28-20. to And uh, they beat Wallace Rose Hill last week, 27-18. Yeah, and, and J.H. Rose is a, a team that, boy, they're in the games, they're out of games. They're, they're making it exciting, right? It's the old NASCAR thing. Just don't be boring. Either win it or wreck, you know, and that's kind of what J.H. Rose seems to be doing this year. Uh, they've been putting up some points, but they've got, you know, the young quarterback still, the transfers. They're still trying to work out a few kinks, but they're another good football team that if they can eliminate the mistakes, they're right there. And so another tough test, long bus ride to get down there. So I'm real curious to see how Will Bland and company respond because Rose hasn't been one and three. It's rare that Rose goes one and three to start a season. You know, it's uh, it's just one of those things that anybody can beat anybody on any given time. We we spoke with uh, Coach Matt Taylor in Washington. He's in a rebuilding job. He's going to be taking on a Kinston team that had a, a yo-yo game last week in their big win against Aiden Grifton. But, uh, you know, Matt Taylor, I mean, we mentioned it, you got to build a foundation in Washington again before you built uh, reach for the sky and the skyscraper. Yeah, he's got the numbers there. It's just trying to get on the same page with his players, identify their strengths. And remember, Matt Taylor got in there late. Perry Owens was there until the end of the school year. Matt Taylor was hired in the summer, so he hasn't been around these kids. So he's still trying to figure out how his systems will work, how he can work with the kids. So I think for him, you know, getting into, into conference season, but Kinston will be a good test. I think talent-wise, they're on par. Kinston has got probably one of the best wide receivers, not named Isaiah Crumpler, uh, on their team, and, and the Tyreek Copper kid. That would be Terrence Copper's uh, second son. And he's having a great year. They've got a pretty good quarterback. They've got a, a strong running game. The thing with Kinston that they're lacking this year is some of the bigger guys in the trenches, uh, some guys choosing not to go out for football this year. And a lot of it has to do with the conference that they're in with Wallace and East Duplin and James Keating getting beat up so much. So Kinston's number's down a little bit, but they still have some talent there. So we think that's going to be a pretty good matchup between those two schools. What else can we be looking for tonight on the Blitz on WCTI-TV 12? 
Yeah, we got some really good rivalry games with uh, West Craven and Havelock. West Craven playing its second Craven County rivalry game in a week. Uh, they were right with Newburn in the third quarter until the Bears pulled away late, but they're having to travel to Havelock, who's coming off a, a bye week. Jacksonville also coming off an off week. They'll be back in action at home. We've got a big Jacksonville rivalry game between Jacksonville and Northside that we're uh, sorry, uh, Northside and White Oak that we're really looking forward to. And so some of those around the area uh, are, are ones that uh, we'll be keeping an eye on. Uh, Aiden Grifton, Pamlico. Let's see how the Chargers respond. Pamlico is 0-3, and they played a brutal schedule, but they do have some talent there, so we'll see how those two teams match up. And so East Duplin, uh 17-game win streak, and they take that to Croatan, and Croatan's undefeated this year. So um, West Carteret, your alma mater, is the one that's at Jacksonville, by the way. So some pretty cool games we have here, and, and conference play will start next week already for some of these teams. Should be a great night. We appreciate you joining us here inside the huddle again. Catch Brian North on the Blitz this evening at 11.05 on WCTI TV 12. Yeah, then Saturday I get to hear First Down Pirates for the first time this year. Looking forward to that. Yeah, it's going to be a little bit different this year. First time in five years. Baby boy hasn't been out there, but uh, been doing this a long time and uh, excited about the season uh, home opener for the Pirates. And hopefully it's going to be a great game and the Pirates can come out with a win. Yeah, it would. it's going to be fun, of course, all the nostalgia with uh, the Marshall team. And uh, I just recently learned this one. Tell me if you've heard this before while we go down a different path in your show. The pilot of the plane that crashed uh, was actually born and raised in Wilson, and he's buried in Newburn. I just found this out recently. His name is Frank Abbott. He's buried in the Newburn National Cemetery, the pilot of the plane that crashed with the Marshall football team. I tell you, it was eerie uh, two years ago flying into Marshall. Uh, we flew in, and you, you sit and look. You land at the same airport, and you can imagine if on a foggy night, especially back in 1970, I believe it was, that they didn't have the avionics they have now and the terrain and, and indicators and all this and that. And you fly in, and you just sort of, if you know the story, you sort of get a lump in your throat, and you, you yeah. pray a little bit and say a prayer for the folks that were lost that day because that was a, a tragedy that, that forever connected East Carolina and Marshall avoidable tragedy tragedy too the runway has since been expanded and you talked about the avionics there was a thing called a, a glide control i believe that would have helped the instrumentation and helped the plane get to the runway that uh, piece of technology was twice denied uh by some people who would have given the grant for the money to get it it was pending for a third time when the plane crash happened and so um, obviously it was approved right after that so the technology was there they just didn't have it for that plane in that airport at that time Brian North joining us here. Brian, thanks a lot. We look forward to watching you on the Blitz tonight. All right, Morgan. Looking forward to it. Brian North, WCTI TV 12. Now let's go to the head coach of the J.H. Rose Rampets. Coach Will Bland going to be taking his team on the road, taking on a tough Hoggard team tonight. And Coach Will Bland joins us. Coach, uh, appreciate you taking time out of your busy schedule to talk to us. And first of all, let's go back and talk about that dogfight you guys had last week up at Northern Nash. Your team fell behind, but uh, I listened to that game on the radio, and uh, you guys did a, a great job of battling back and never giving up in that game before falling 34 to 20. And yeah, that's a big fan. The kids, um, we found out these kids are able to. Um, come back from any deficit we just got to learn how to start fast and start early instead of falling behind so much try to battle back and try to um succumb from some of these early mistakes that we have in the early part of these games talk about you mentioned the mistakes is a lot of that 
newness of these football players being put in big situations and they're experiencing some things for the first time such as your quarterback coming from a, a smaller division now he's playing division three division four football in uh, in the high school ranks i'm not just saying that but just uh, as an example that some of these guys are experiencing things for the first time and uh we mentioned you know some of the players at east carolina on some radio interviews we've done with clip on friday afternoons they're going to be a better football team in the future than they are right now because you got to get through live those mistakes learn from them and grow from them i, I agree and, and that's it what um jason yeah this is a little bit of uh, you know competing at a higher level at, i said it, um, the one a level that he did compete with and then it's also a little bit of the coach you got to make sure we put them guys in the best situation to make plays and stuff and right now it's young it's young in the season so we're trying to put the guys in hey normally on this will work so we want you to do this instead of being like hey let's find the perfect play at that particular that particular situation that he's guaranteed to be 100 100% correct. So a little bit on both the players and the coaches, but I think we did a little good job of making some corrections this week in practice for that. You're going to be taking on a Hogger team that is one and one on the season. They they lost their season opener to a Cleveland team who's always very very good, 28 to 20. Came back and beat Wallace Rose Hill last week, 27 to 18. What's the scouting report on Hogger? You guys have had a a long time rivalry going on. It's always and you know it's going to be another war when you hit the road this week heading down to Wilmington. Oh, they're they're pretty good. Their defense is um, pretty good. They um, very physical, very focused. They got two good DNs that um, do, do a great job for them. They don't blitz that much. They rely on them guys, so um, they're very fundamental sound. So we got to come out of there, especially on the offense standpoint. And we got to move the ball like we've been doing these last couple of games. But we also got to once again in the red zone. We got to score, and that's what we've been harping on. We got to score, and make sure we can help the defense off the guy. I think the defense has been doing a great job with um, limiting big plays and limiting some of these big runs. But if we can help them all a little bit on offense, then they'll be um, better. Well, Coach, we appreciate you taking some time out tonight before your game against Hoggard. And uh, get back on the winning track. We'll talk with you next week here inside the huddle. Sounds good. Sounds good. Get ready for conference. That's J.H. Rose head coach Will Bland joining us here. His squad on the road to take on Hoggard. And now joining me is the head coach of the South Central Falcons, Coach Chris Cherry. They're going to be taking on Currituck County. The Knights are 1-1 one one coming off a win last week against Deep Creek, Virginia, 24-20. And coach, we talked with C.J. Wilson earlier for the coach for North Pitt, and we're talking about what an exciting game that was last week with North Pitt and South Central. I know you guys didn't come out on the on the winning end of that game, but uh, it's always good when teams from Pitt County get together and have such exciting football. Oh yes, uh, it was a, a really good game. Uh, North Pitt played extremely well. Um, hats off to them. You know, you're talking going back watching the game film. On, on that game, Jimmy Martin, uh, your quarterback, uh, did a great job of of managing the game. Yeah, there wasn't there was some plays in there you wish you might have had back over the course of the game. But in any game, you have to take the positives out of it. And you're going to need that tonight when you're taking on a Currituck County team making like a 29 hour drive from Currituck County to get to Greenville. But uh, that's a team that's kind of different because where they're situated up in Currituck County, they play a lot of teams from the Virginia area. It's a lot closer for them. Uh, talk about what the scouting report is for Currituck County and the Knights. Uh, very, very disciplined team. Uh, very uh, big up front. Um, do a variety of things. They want to uh, run some wing tee at you. And, of course, they'll run some spread at you. Um, we just have to be stout up front against the run and try to uh, try to keep them behind the chains. 
Well, Coach, we know that you guys are uh, going to be ready to play, and hopefully your team's going to be 3-1 when we talk next week and getting ready for the big Carolina Conference. It's uh, conference play. It's hard to believe it's getting ready to crank up, and we know you and your squad are going to be ready to go, okay? Yes, sir. Thanks for having me, man. Coach Chris Cherry from South Central joining us here inside the huddle. South Central uh, taking on Currituck County. Angus Grill, one of our proud sponsors here inside the huddle. The Angus Grill with three locations in Greenville to serve you. Two locations in the Wilmington area as well. Jeff Kwan and his team at the Angus Grill have bringing you handcrafted hand patty burgers whether you like a single burger how about a double burger how about a triple burger you can get them all at the angus grill delicious cheesesteaks chicken cheesesteaks and much more the angus grill handcrafted hand patty burgers they've got like 27 different kinds of burgers available on the menu and they also have the delicious handcrafted beers to pair up with them it's a great place to hang out watch the game Angus Grill, three locations in Greenville over in Stanton Square, near the hospital over on Jarvis Street, and the Quad in Uptown Greenville. The Grid, I guess is what they call it now. They used to be the Quad at one point, but the Grid. And then uh, they've got their other location near Pitt Community College, Angus Grill. Go by and tell them you heard it right here inside the huddle. Also like to thank our other sponsors here tonight, Champions Health and Fitness, Tiebreakers, Greenville Auto World, Seared Chop House, and Nash Hot Chicken. Coming up, it's our Pirate Radio Game of the Week. We've got DA Conley and Northern Nash. It's going to be a barn burner. Hollywood Crossroads tonight. We'll talk with Brian Bailey from WNCT TV 9 and also the head coach of the DH Conley Vikings. Coach Nate Connor will join us in preview our Pirate Radio Game of the Week. I'm Morgan Aylers. The high school huddle rolls on. Fourth quarter action coming up next. You're listening to the High School Huddle. Now, back to the show. Welcome back inside the High School Huddle. I'm Morgan Ayler's fourth quarter of tonight's show. Being brought to you by Tiebreakers Sports Bar and Grill. Tiebreakers with two locations currently in Greenville. A third location going to be opening up around the 1st of October. We'll be telling you more about that. Exciting news coming up. But Tiebreakers has all your action in college football all weekend long. And, of course, this is the first weekend of the NFL season. And you can catch all the action every game every week right at tiebreakers sports bar and grill smithwick drive in the bells fork area of greenville and on main street in winterville go by and see bram anderson and his staff of great folks they have a great time out there at tiebreakers your source and home for all the college football action and all the nfl action sunday ticket all year long tiebreakers sponsor here on the high school huddle joining us now here inside the huddle the host of wnct tv 9's touchdown friday brian bailey brian first of all it's a home weekend for east carolina that means you're not on the road so you're going to be in the studios tonight for touchdown friday yeah it's gonna be a big show too we counted up uh almost 20 games that we can get to so we're looking forward to, to getting a bunch of uh, highlights later on tonight yeah some really good matchups We've done a better job this year, I think, in the South with, uh, you know, because, you know, they, they play such good football in Onslow County, Craven County, Duplin County. And we do pretty well usually every year in Craven. Getting, uh, you know, down further south sometimes tough. But tonight we've got East Duplin at Croatan for our game of the week. The Cougars have a great defense, but they haven't played a team like East Duplin yet this year. But Ken Wallington will be down there for that for our game of the week. Our backyard brawl, the function at the junction, the annual Tarboro Southwest Edgecombe matchup. Uh, that's always a lot of fun. Tarboro, big favorites again, I'm sure. They're really playing some good football. 
Uh, and North Pitt needs in a battle of about two undefeated teams. So CJ's got them playing well at North Pitt, so we'll see what happens with that game as well. I was talking with him earlier in the show, and I mentioned that Paul Hogger, the head coach of uh, Edenton Homes down there, uh, used to play at East Carolina. CJ used to play at East Carolina. Battle of two former Pirates. There you go. Two former Pirates, and uh, both teams undefeated. Edenton always has a good you know football program up there, so uh, that'll be a fun trip for North Pitt. Talking about some of the other games going on, you got J.H. Rose at Hoggard, one and two Rose, one and one Hoggard. Just talk with Will Bland about that one. And then uh, South Central Currituck County, Deep Creek, Virginia, is who uh, Currituck played last week. Uh, Currituck won that game 24 to 20. That's in your old stomping grounds, isn't it? That's where my brother lives as we speak. Most of my uh, nephews uh, from my brother went to uh, Deep Creek and uh, actually – not a funny story, but when we played Deep Creek, when I was in high school in Indian River, we had a play at the goal line, and and we actually heard a boy's ankle break. Now wasn't funny, but it was. You know, we all got back to the huddle and were like, "Man, did you hear that?" We're like, "Yeah, and he's still laying over there, screaming." But we beat Deep Creek that night. But it's an interesting story, Deep Creek, Indian River. So it's an interesting story, just not a funny story. Right? Well, funny, not funny, haha, but funny odd. <laughs> But you know, it's funny. What, another odd part to that is one of the first games I covered in 84 when I got down here was Tarboro and Southwest Edgecombe. Southwest Edgecombe had colors like our school, Indian River, uh, you know, light blue, dark blue, white. And then uh, Deep Creek was purple and gold, kind of like Tarboro. So it's kind of like, you know, that's one of the first games I covered was the old function at the junction. You know, you talk about that function at the junction and high school football and you and i've talked about this over the years and uh it, it ebbs and flows with talent coming in of a program but these communities really embrace for the most part their local high school football teams and uh it's just a, a fun event to for the community to come out and support these young men and it's a get together it's a gathering and it's just so awesome to watch and talk with Brian North a little while ago and we're talking about when's the last time Wallace Rose Hill was 0-3. I can remember last time I went down there, Farmville Central, we covered a game and uh, Farmville Central was playing in the playoffs doing that on radio and it's just like the whole town shut down for that football game and it's just it's really cool and the function of the junction is another great example of two communities coming together for high school football. Yeah, and we have pockets of that all over the place and, and you know, depending on where you're at how much success you're having and that kind of thing but it is it is is really neat and a lot of you know a lot of folks like myself if i were still in in the tidewater area and not working in sports i'd go to the games just because i went to school you know at indigan river and loved it and i'd love to go back unfortunately for the last 40 years i've not been able to go back because i'm working on friday nights. but i did this summer went and saw my parents and i stopped at the stadium because the gate was unlocked and I walked in the stadium, I looked around, and I said, man, this place has changed a bunch. It wasn't anything like I remembered it playing on Friday nights, but uh, it was kind of cool to go back and just uh, think about it. Because high school football has been a really important part of my career the whole time we've been doing it. Yeah, but you got to remember, things do change like that, because when you played, leather helmets were in style, and, yeah. you know. I've been accused of not even wearing a helmet. Well, there you go. All right, Baylor, we appreciate it. 11.05 tonight. We touched down Friday. You guys do such a great job. Enjoy watching it each and every week. And I know from a from a, a parent standpoint of a high school player in, in the past, you, you'd turn that on and watch the highlights. And it was just – it's something you did every week. And I know the, the players and the parents and the families do appreciate all you guys do. No, we, we really enjoy doing it. It's a real big part of our sports uh, plan at East Carolina uh, – WNCT with East Carolina. Home football weekend this weekend. So – a lot of folks will be coming in town for that. Should be a good matchup with Marshall. The Thundering Herd 
all the great history between East Carolina and Marshall. So should be a great Saturday. But first, we got to get through Touchdown Friday. That's Brian Bailey, WNCT TV9, host of Touchdown Friday, joining us here inside the huddle. And now going to the man who roams the sidelines for D.H. Conley. He is the head coach of the Vikings. Coach Nate Connor joins us here inside the huddle our pirate radio game of the week it's dh conley hosting northern nash conley is one and three nash is three and oh following that 34 20 win over jh rose last week and coach last week uh fell 27 to 15 to wilson hunt really a, a crazy game i was listening to it i was on the way to a, a show last week listening to the game a little bit and it just seemed the ebb and flows of that game were just uh not a normal football game yeah, Morgan, thanks a lot for having me on. And uh, it was a tough night. You know, I'm so proud, as I always am, of our boys and how hard they play. Uh, there was no question they left it all out there. We, we made some crucial mistakes. You know, it was one of those things that was amazing we were in the game because some of the mistakes we had. So we, we made some really bad plays. And then it was also like, man, we're playing incredible to keep ourselves close in the game. We could kind of never get that that go-ahead score that we needed to kind of settle down. Uh, they did a nice job coming out of halftime. Um, and getting a big score, and uh, we we could not ultimately capitalize. But our boys definitely left it out. We just made too many mistakes, mistakes at crucial times. You're taking on a Northern Nash team in our game of the week tonight that's 3-0. and uh, They've really had a good run over there in Red Oak as far as uh, really coming out and, and developing a program for the Knights. Talk about that team you'll be facing tonight. You know, Coach Ferris is a wonderful man, and he's doing a great job with their football team. And like you said, they have a program. Uh, they had a great season last year going all the way to the state championship game um, and uh, didn't come out in their direction, but they're, they're picked up right where they left off last year. They have a very impressive team. They've had some impressive victories so far. They just have balance. Uh, they have some some great athletes uh, that are making plays for them. They have good up play, play up front on the offensive and defensive lines um, and, and then guys that are just physical. So they have a very complete football team. When you're uh, talking about this non-conference game, you're getting ready to kick off the conference season. Uh, how important is it to get your guys in the right mental frame of mind going into tonight's game and uh, understanding where the big picture lies uh, down the road? It's extremely important. I think our boys understand that. They always do a wonderful job. Uh, very, you know, Our record might not indicate it right now with, with only one win and and two losses, and that's always nothing you want. You want to win. You want to be three and zero right now. That's a, that's obviously everybody's goal. And uh, but our boys also know we're playing some some teams that challenge us, that have presented opportunities for us to grow. Um, and that's going to present us well as we get into a tough conference slate against teams that are really good. Um, so we want to continue to improve ourselves against good competition. And if we go into a bye week next week, continue to build off of that. Be ready to go for conference play the following. Well, Coach, we appreciate you being inside the huddle. Good luck against Northern Nash tonight. We'll talk with you next week during your bye week as you get set for the Big Carolina 3A, 4A Conference. Thanks a lot, Morgan. Go Vikings. That's the head coach of the D.H. Conley Vikings, Coach Nate Connor, joining us here prior to our Pirate Radio Game of the Week. Final horn going off tonight, final whistle of the game, and it is uh, a wrap here for the high school huddle. My thanks to all of our sponsors here tonight, Tiebreakers, Green Velado World, Angus Grill, Champions Health and Fitness, Seared Chop House, and Nash Hot Chicken. Thank you for bringing us the show each and every week. My special thanks to Shirley Rhodes for producing here tonight and all our coaches and members of the media that joined us. I'm Morgan Aylers. Enjoy your week of football, high school football tonight, college football tomorrow, East Carolina and Marshall, and then the NFL kicks off in big time on Sunday. 
Talk with you next week. So long, everybody. You've been listening to the High School Huddle, brought to you by Tiebreakers, Champions Health and Fitness, Angus Grill, DriveHereNow.com, Sear Chop House, and Nash Hot Chicken. Tune in next week for another edition of the High School Huddle, right here on Pirate Radio, the voice of the Pirate Nation.